You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. Hey Steve, how are you? Uh, good morning Rachel, I'm well thank you. From, uh, yeah, good. Pivoting from music to movies, uh, Steve Newell of flicks.co.nz and specifically this morning of the Fraud Film Festival, which is very exciting to chat about. What What is the Fraud Film Festival? The name has a kind of like suspicious vibe to it, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, I, I feel a little bit like Rowan here saying the clue is in the, is in the name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, it is a two-day lineup of films that are loosely connected, um, well, strongly connected even, around the topic of fraud and fraud prevention. So predominantly documentaries, uh, each followed by discussion panels. Um, It's an idea that one of our festival partners uh, came across at the original Fraud Film Festival in the Netherlands about six or seven years ago. And uh, he thought, great, let's do this in New Zealand. It's awesome. It brings anti-fraud specialists together. Wow. Um, it's quite like private and public sector oriented in some regard, but then there's also capacity for the public to come along and just watch some, watch some good movies. Yeah, let's talk about the movies because there's some really fascinating stuff in there. I think, you know, when you see this as like a film festival, you're like, whoa, that's such an interesting thing to hinge a festival on. And then you look at the program and you're like, wow, there is a, like a real breadth of uh, documentary and film that dives into this. It's a real... You know, part of the human condition, getting scammed and scamming. Big time. And, um, like, as the programmer of this event, uh, there's so much that I could, like, loosely categorise as a fraud film. You know, it's everything yeah. from a heist drama to uh, to something that's just, like, just got one little act that everything hinges on. Yeah. Um, but what we're really trying to do is, uh, you know, bring people together for, for, for stimulating films and local discussions that kind mm. of make that relevant for the for the audience here, and hopefully foster a bit of a bit of, bit of collaboration and uh, and partnership in the in the anti fraud community as well. Totally. But um, yeah, there's there's probably two there's probably two different ways to look at the event. One is it's a two day event for people that work in the sector. Mm-hmm. Um, they sign up for two day registrations. It's a bit kind of sometimes it's kind of a conference on day one. Um, a lot of there's business networking. There's uh, you know there's lunch and drinks and there's a chance for people that work in the space to to interact with each other, catch up, and uh, we present the anti fraud award on the first day, which recognises someone's you know strong achievement in this field. I love. A name that rhymes. The Anti-Fraud Award. <laughs> Anti-Fraud Award. Oh, nice. yeah. Uh, probably no accident. Um, and then the second day, we open it up to the public, and uh, you can come along for individual screenings cool. on that day. So, um, yeah, two quite different ways of looking at this event, really, but we're, I guess we're trying to um, have our cake and eat it, too. Fair enough. Why not? Tell us a wee bit about some of the movies that are programmed. Yeah, so day one, we kicked the festival off with the New Zealand premiere of a really interesting documentary called The Talented Mr. Rosenberg. Um, there's been heaps of docos that kind of go through the trail of damage that scanners leave behind. Um, in the case of Mr. Rosenberg... These are business dealings, but he's also a kind of a romantic swindler, like he cons his partners out of money. Mm. And even his family's pretty effed off at him, um, to be honest, as well. But what makes this a particularly interesting documentary is Rosenberg fronts up for the doco. And wow. he uh, does it in a way that is, it's not by ambush. Like he goes in, you know, he, he willingly walks into uh, to a shoot, sits down, has a chat, and you can just tell that this uh, dude is either trying to do damage limitation or even more um, narcissistically thinks he can control the narrative. Mm. And it, wow. he doesn't. Like This film pushes back and uh, it becomes quite an interesting expose of, I guess, the psychology of someone that's just 
a total bullshit artist. I think for a lot of the general public coming along to see these films, that will be the the thing that really is drawing them in. It's been quite a theme in pop culture of recent years. This sort of like scammer scammer TV series, absolutely, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. movies that you know really dive into that type of thing. Some of them, I would say, it's probably fair to say, to varying degrees of success and having an actual conversation about it. Absolutely, and and it's I think it's really important that um, not to be too uh, not to be too high and mighty about it. But but not using the victims of fraud and scams as some kind of uh, scorecard yeah. of like, oh, aren't they? Isn't this so full on? Um, and looking at the human dimension of that's a really important part of what we do because, particularly for the professionals working in that area, that's uh, such a crucial part of understanding why they're doing what they do. Yeah, totally, totally. So what else have we got? The talented Mr. Rosenberg. What else is being programmed? Uh, there's a two-part. Uh, there's a two-part. HBO uh, documentary called Gaming Wall Street, which is narrated by Succession's Karen Culkin, oh. um, which is such a weird voice to hear narrating a documentary. <laughs> and they've kind of, you know, sort of, they've sort of spiced up the, uh, they've sort of spiced up the dialogue a little bit. He swears a little bit, you know, so it's a bit mm. succession-y. Um, but this looks into, um, this looks into the kind of weirdness around the GameStop uh, kind of. Um, what would you call it? Like kind of every man market manipulation right. in the US. So yeah. this was a bunch of uh, a bunch of dude bros uh, activated on social media to boost the stocks of a company that no one else thought was successful. Mm. Um, they arguably artificially inflated the price, although you could also say they're playing by the rules. And then the system kind of turned against them. Interesting. Um, so it opened up lots of questions around. Uh, you know, there's a lot more encouraging us to invest via our phones and stuff mm -hmm. now. Like, uh, do we have those protections that you have if you're investing traditionally? Yeah. I mean, I don't really know about a lot of about investment personally, to be honest. But, uh, <laughs> but, but there'll I, be people I, there who do. But, but I am targeted by lots of ads uh, on social media that tell me I should be uh, investing via apps. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing it sort of examines in the second part is just, just how... Uh, the establishment closed ranks and um, you know, tried to make this whole thing go away. Wow. Okay, that sounds very interesting. What else? Are we, so we're talking investment. We're talking personal lives being disrupted. What else have we got? There's um, there's two films that approach a similar topic from slightly different directions, and that's uh, forgery and counterfeits. Um, we've got nothing lasts forever. This looks at the synthetic diamonds that have infiltrated the diamond market. Wow. Uh, so diamonds, you know, built on this kind of built on an illusion really, like it's built mm. on this romantic ideal that, uh, well, the rarity is incredible, but really they are just shiny rocks. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, and if someone comes up with a way of making shiny rocks that are indistinguishable from the rare shiny rocks and mass producing them, kind of undermines the whole industry. So in this documentary, it sort of hints that maybe the industry didn't look too closely at it because if they explored it and found out how bad it was, it would utterly devalue what they're selling. Um, but they, and so then they also didn't really want to look at ways to test whether diamonds were synthetic or not. So it's wow. really about, you know, how do you poke that balloon of, of value? Oh, that sounds um, really interesting. And, and, and in a similar vein, the Lost Leonardo looks at uh, whether the most famous painting ever sold at auction is actually the work of Leonardo da Vinci at all, because yeah. arguably it's not. Uh, there's a real uh, difference of opinion about the the veracity of this painting, um, which kind of got discovered in strange circumstances, um, but uh, did well at auction at a time when, let's say, oligarchs with questionable characters were buying up a lot of art and just using it as a way to bank money. So again, it's kind of, is an industry sort of complicit in uh, 
untruths because it benefits the industry as a whole. Totally. Oh, this all sounds very interesting, Steve. If people want to go and see these films, where and how do they get amongst? That's a great question. Uh, if you if you visit fraudfilmfestival.co.nz, uh, you can check out the program. Um, the other thing's happening on day two really quickly, we've got a fair go scam prevention session. Awesome. Uh, and then a documentary called China Hackers, which looks at how um, hackers in China sort of went from being punk kids to sort of being part of the establishment and working in a more coordinated fashion. Um, the films that the public can go to see are The Lost Leonardo, uh, The Fair Go Session and China Hackers. And we've got a ballot system for free tickets, so you can just sign up preference given to students, preference given to unwaged and super gold card holders uh, and we'll just draw people and contact them next week. Um, yeah, so, so, so sign, sign on up. Um, this is running uh, March 29 and 30, so the free sessions are on Thursday the 30th of March. Incredible. Thank you so much, Steve, for chatting with us about the Fraud Film Festival. Thanks for having me. It uh, sounds like a really interesting collection of films. Uh, we will see you in the cinema. That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.